You are now listening to the Do Something Good Today podcast, brought to you by Everybody's Juice, a podcast reminding you to do something good today for your body, mind, or soul. Back with another episode of the Do Something Good Today podcast, brought to you by Everybody's Juice. We're here with the beloved brother, Ian Moore. Ian is an American college of sports medicine certified personal trainer with years of experience. He's also a corrective exercise specialist, and we got to talk more into that because this is my first time hearing about that. He's a corrective exercise specialist, and it focuses on gaining an understanding of anatomy, kinesiology, and biomechanics to address and fix movement and imbalances to improve our quality of life. And last but not least, well, at least to my research, <laughs> he's also one of five founders of DC-based nonprofit First Base Inc., which provides mentoring for the youth of DC. It's a really, really good program with a bunch of good brothers. So Ian, thank you, man. Welcome to the Do Something Good Today podcast, man. How's everything on your end, bro? Everything's good. Good, good. good. It's been a tough time, you know, with the pandemic, everything that's going on, but living life, living life. I cannot complain. I have no complaints at all. So let's let's get right into it, man. Like working out for me has been something that's been essential to me for many, many years. I've been working out consistently for about 15 years now and been able to I've been able to bring that same mindset over to the world of business as well. So what kind of got you into the idea of not just being a personal trainer, but working on your body and exercising and saying that this is a way that you can create optimal health for yourself? So it pretty much goes back to, I would say the origin. I mean, I've always been um, athletic. Mm -hmm. Um, Grew up naturally athletic, played many sports, basketball, baseball, all that growing up. Um, But just how everybody says like general generational health, generational generational wealth such thing as generational health so my father um and my mother they're both very active um especially my father and you know growing up you're trying to be like your father like yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah. knew he was big <laughs> everybody's like hey, your dad looks like he's out and everything like that so i'm like yeah so you know just wanted to be like him like growing up we yeah. had like gym in the basement so starting off as young like me we go to the court all the time Starting off as young as like seventh grade, we had a gym in our basement. Mm-hmm. So we would go down there. Start, that's when I originally just started working out. Um, mm-hmm. Back then, it was more like a, again, I really wasn't like as in. It was fun, but it wasn't like I didn't didn't have the same mindset I have now regarding um, it. But it was still was like, okay, this is fun. I get to get strong. I get to do this. Um, so like I said, it, that's how I originally started. Like you said, what you see is what you generally mimic which is a big thing. I'm sure I will get into that as we go throughout the podcast. Um, So I started there, but then as I got older, started coming my injuries, (laughs) which was a big um, leading factor to me becoming trained and trained in the specific areas that I'm trained in. Um, Ninth grade year, end up uh, tearing my patella tendon, fracturing my tibia. So I was out for like 10 months total. Um, wow. with surgery and um, the recovery. So first injury, boom. Next thing you know, had another knee injury on the opposite side. Didn't need surgery, but took me out of, um, of what I love doing, which is 
I mean, took me out of everyday day, everyday things because I had crutches. Um, took me out of playing sports. Then came the shoulder dislocation, herniated disc in my back. So you beat up, beloved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all sports related. All sports related. Jeez. So, so as I started to um, realize, I was like, "Dang, I'm getting messed up." Like I said, I was working out, but I was I was working out more so for the aesthetics, more so for the, you know, it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, but not so with a goal or with a the knowledge behind the working out. So, with all those injuries, I was like, "Okay, I gotta figure out how." to improve no like what am i doing how can i stop this from happening um i already again just the way i grew up i already naturally ate pretty healthy so i mean like my eating habits that was always pretty much a thing pretty healthy we'll say normal healthy not to the degree that um i'm eating now and that a lot of people especially in the fitness world are eating it's more so like i wouldn't eat sweets (laughs) Okay. Um, so, like I said, with more, I just started gaining more and more knowledge for myself to start off with, and then once I started gaining knowledge, I started looking around and you're seeing people who are having these issues, um, whether it just be general health, um, as well as you know, diseases, especially as Black people were prone to certain um, disorders, diabetes, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so as I started like. Just for the personal training test, you, you have to learn all that information. Um, again, it just depends on what, what um, actual tests you're taking. But um, ASIM and NASM, generally the two biggest ones, along with some other ones, um, they dig deep into the actual health um, and knowing the dis- different um, signs, symptoms, uh, predisposures of different disorders. So, like I said, I started getting older. My family started getting older. And you, I mean, as you get older, you're around older people. So you start noticing their um, issues and they start to, again, as you get older, you start, they start to get a little bit more and more aggravated. Um, and you're like, no, you could have changed this, done this earlier, or even if you're doing it now, then you could have can and continue to live a better life. So again, it started just me with so many issues. <laughs> and then I started looking at the landscape, observing other people. From there, started teaching other people little by little, just built up to where I am at right now, where it comes to a full health, the whole full health spectrum. So, like when it comes to everything, mental, physical, eating, all that plays a part in your health. Um, so I try to go over address all of that. Pretty much, that's the long way for saying it's been a journey <laughs> to reach where I'm at. Right okay, now. no, it, it definitely has. So. Okay, so I think the the biggest thing um, with a lot of people is just that people just want to lose weight, and there's a there's so many factors that goes in with losing weight, right? Because on one hand, people would tell you that if you want to lose weight, just control your calories, but it's I feel like it's a bigger picture than that because there's a difference between you know calories that you're eating from a whole food diet versus eating from a, a processed food diet. You know, those those are two different calories. One is filled with tons of sugar, trans fat, saturated fat, things like that. And the other one has little to no sugar in it. 
So when you're telling people to limit their calories, I feel like you have to be a little bit more specific than that. What have you dealt with when dealing with clients when it's like, what's the biggest hurdle that they're dealing with when it comes to losing weight? The number one thing, again, is I would say the first is addressing their um, emotional connection to food. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I uh, that's what I call it. So a lot of people, I mean, if you're if you've been eating the same thing, been in the same order of things for your whole life, it becomes a habit. Right. So it is first addressing what that connection is, because a lot of people emotionally eat. A lot of people have connection to food. They um, enjoy food. However, it becomes their comfort. So anytime there's a something on in life, anytime they are dealing with something, the food is what they utilize as comfort. And then they get in this cycle. If you're consistently going through a cycle of um, ups and downs, I mean, life is full of ups and downs. So if you're consistently going through a cycle and then you're using food as a coping mechanism, you're never going to be able to reach that actual goal. So the first thing I always address is, like, let's let's see what your actual connection is with food. Um, from there, we go into, um, like, how we can change that, what we can do to replace that um, coping mechanism, um, and just re reconfigure how you actually think um so i think that's that's probably the biggest thing that's the first biggest thing um mm-hmm. it's again it's, it's that emotional connection and breaking that habit of i'm used to doing this like let's say um outside of the emotional eating i'm used to when i'm off or when i get home i always eat this or every single monday tuesday always thursday whatever i always order out um so it's, we got to change that habit um, to make it more conducive to losing weight. Because if you don't change a habit or if you try to um, cold turkey it, fab, fab diet it, generally mm-hmm. that's not something that's um, sustainable. If you're doing a 30-day challenge, if you're doing something like that, then it's like, okay, what's going to give you the motivation to keep that going for the rest of your life? Um, right, right. So it, it it's a multi-step process um is how i like to look at it um again like this change the amount of vegetables you eat like let's add an extra vegetable so again because if you've been doing something your whole life you know how hard it is to break anything right. <laughs> um absolutely get stuck in that pattern so i would say that's generally the hard that's first the hardest thing and then, I mean, as you know, nutrition in general can get complicated to a degree, if you if you want to say that. Um, like you said, Absolutely. just the difference between them learning, like, okay, if I only eat 3,000 calories, 2,000 calories, 1,000 calories, whatever it is, whatever the intake is based off, you know, their nutritional needs, um, we want nutrient-dense food as opposed to, right. you know, the process, more so the processed foods. To them, it's like, okay, I don't... You know, it's harder. It's a little bit harder to understand that, like, no, this food actually, your body needs these, all these different things that are in this food to, you know, function right. properly. All these other things, this is just packed with fats, other stuff your body doesn't need in this large quantity. So mm-hmm. it, you have to break that down, too. Um, but as you know, I'm pretty sure with you, as you've gone on your own journey, it wasn't something you got the first day. 
somebody probably told you this and you were like, cool, okay, I think I get a little bit. Second day, right. okay, a little bit more understanding. Third day, okay, okay. <laughs> now I'm starting to see a little bit more. Um, yeah. So you just gotta you just gotta keep on walking through and with them and just make sure they have I have an open line of communication. I'm not only gonna be like yes or no, some people are like yes, no. Don't eat that. Right. Explain why they shouldn't eat it. Explain. Break it down. Give an analysis. Exactly. Yeah. Explain the difference between the two different brands that you chose of the same product. Mm-hmm. Like this is organic. This is X Y Z. Like look at the back. Look at the label. This has what? Right. Three, That's what so many people don't do. Mm-hmm. People do not turn the back of the box around and read like what they're ingesting, and that is crazy to me. It's like people always talking about oh. I don't put this in my body. This in my body. You don't know which you put in your body <laughs> if you're not paying, exactly. you're not reading. The paper. You have no idea what you put in your body. Exactly. Can't even because I, I had COVID earlier this year, and mm-hmm. it, I, I, I was good. I mean, of course, because we're right here. But it was just I started to get more intimate with food. I started to have a more intimate relationship with food and understanding that because a lot of these companies will slap a vegan tag or like uh, uh, any type of healthy marketing tag on a box on the front. I always say the front of a of a food box or whatever you're eating is for marketing purposes only. Oh, you turn it around, it's it's the educational piece that you're going to get in the and you'll see like the benefits of you know do I need to eat this or is this something I need to put back on the shelf? And I started to see so many chemicals inside of things that i can't even pronounce and i'm i mean if i if if i'm a strong proponent of if it's a food and any type of ingredient that you can and you can't pronounce the ingredients in it you don't need to consume it if you don't even know if you can't even pronounce it <laughs> so right. you can't even pronounce what it is you're guessing right. at how to pronounce it <laughs> because it has so many syllables so <laughs> Right, Why right. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, only thing that people do is like they, they read the front of the box and they, they don't really take time to understand how these chemicals are affecting them because it's not just chemicals in our food, but it's chemicals in our, our body wash, um, you know, hair products, you know, all types of stuff that people just don't really take time to educate themselves on. So I, I, I understand when you say you got to have an education with your food, but I feel like you got to have, you know, an education and relationship with everything that you're consuming because it, it all comes to create good or bad. So I wanted to ask you about this because we were talking about cutting calories and following, you know, specific diet types. Are you familiar with like eating for your blood type? Is that something that you're familiar with? So I've read a few, a little up on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I would not say if somebody came to me and inquired right. about them based on their blood type, I, I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to act like I'm not going to okay. attempt to be <laughs> an expert in that. <laughs> okay. Now I will do some research and send you to people who I've vetted who. Um, I believe are experts in the field. Again, I don't have anybody like okay. that currently as of right now. But I yeah. think anytime, like if my client comes to me and asks me anything, I have no problem saying I'm not sure. I'll I will do my due diligence on my end and learn uh, learn about it. Read some peer reviewed articles. Read some um, articles in different things that 
I have vetted appropriately. Um, but if I see somebody in that field who, again, I believe is going to be a better resource for you, I will, I will mm-hmm. point you in that direction. Um, okay. So- no, I asked I, I ask because I think there's like a common misconception with if someone says they want to lose weight, then that means that they need to become like a vegan. And that's not necessarily always the case. I think it's more important to understand what works for your body and how you can wake up every day feeling, you know, energized and not being fatigued and not having brain fog and things like that. You're you're having optimal health. And I found out, and it's crazy, I only found out my blood type maybe about, I think it was last year, I went and got a physical. And I want to say like my, my B12 was a little low. And with vegans, their B12 tends to be a little lower than meat eaters because they're not really consuming a lot of animal-based products. So I had to learn my blood type, and then I started to understand like what my blood type needs to optim- to feel optimal. And it was kind of crazy because I realized that type O positive. So it's like my blood type requires me to be active all the time we need to continue to exercise a lot and i realized that like if i don't exercise a lot or if i if i skip like a month or two i realized my gains start to go down really quickly and it was just kind of crazy because when you think about people trying to lose weight or why they can't seem to get their weight off like knowing your blood type may be able to give you the reason why you're not able to shed those pounds as quickly or as fast as you would like to So, beloved, I have to ask you. I gotta ask you, bro. Why are so many men less inclined to train their legs as opposed to giving the same amount of work ethic that they give to their upper body? You got so many guys that don't even look at like a squat machine or nothing. Like they just they concerned about the upper body, the benching. They don't think about squats, lunges, like none of that. It's just upper body, and then I'm out the door. Like, why is that? It's again, it comes down to marketing. Like, I mean, you see it, man. Deadlifting, squatting here and there, um, but not as much. No. Bench press. Then also, you think of in their heads, like the think of like, oh yeah, I need a six pack. I need this. This is what women find appeasing. This. Yeah. Healing, so this is what I'm gonna do. Like, I don't want to go over to the squat rack and look, and they're not confident in what they do. Like, okay, I can lay lay my ass down on this bench, press, boom, boom, boom. Squat, squatting, deadlifting, those are more complicated. They're harder. Um, so it's like, especially you're more inclined. Even if you can do a bench press, you're like, all right, I can get this. I, I got to touch my chest. I got to get it above me. Mm-hmm. When a squat form comes a lot more into play, yeah, less confident. They're not confident. <laughs> less <laughs> confident in that. <laughs> like, like, and then even now that you see women training hella legs, hella legs, 
Like, okay, I should turn the hell legs. Like, women naturally have stronger lower bodies. Yeah, that's a fact. So it's like, okay, gonna go over there. I just want to fly in like two plate. Okay, let's say a plate, one plate. I don't have. I don't, she knows her form is good. I don't know how to. I don't know how to squat. If I put something on my back and I sit down and my ass bust my ass, then it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very deal. <laughs> yeah. So they're less inclined to do it, and then like I said, they they start to see like women on the um, adduction abduction machines. The joint yeah. push legs into yeah. outs. They're like, okay, that's just a women's exercise. Do you not have glutes? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not have what? The hip thrust. They're like, okay, nah, nah. I'm like, nah. I'm like, fool. Do you not stroke? Like, what? Right, you right, 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 right. <laughs> glutes, which come into play so many different times. Whether it's out normal lives, whether it's sexual life, like you yeah. have muscles that you need to train that you can, can grow and bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. Again, misconception is a uh, multiple thing, multiple factors. Misconception, confidence, um, marketing, um, and like I said, so they just stick to what they know. Like, oh yeah, no, I just know if I have a six pack and big arm. Women gonna like that. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, but if you have some twigs for legs, <laughs> look at you, like, my dude. You. All right. <laughs> You looking like a chicken, beloved. Like you big at the top. Yeah, like, at the like bottom. Up top, you look like you pick, up top, you look like you can pick me up, but your legs uh right. You, know, you may you stumble. stumble. <laughs> 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 your legs shaking like a stripper. Like that's hilarious. Less, less um Regiment, yeah, okay. uh, for men. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know me. Sounds like from working out with like, even like not, like my clients. If you're working out with me, men, woman, we're doing yeah. full body. You're touching upper body, touching lower body. Um, women more so complain. I don't want to touch the body. Cool, cool. We're doing it, <laughs> and this yeah. is why we're doing. It. I'm gonna tell you why we're doing. It. Men, mm-hmm. I, can we avoid the legs? No, like no. Yeah. Like, you're building a house, like do you right. want your beams of your house to be weak? Like no, right. you're not as strong as you can be. Your goal is to get strong to do this. Like no, let's build up the base first. So we're doing all that. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, definitely, you definitely see the dynamics and the difference when you get to that point with male versus female clients. Yeah, man, so I like, feel so little less inclined to hire to hire somebody as often because i mean we think we're men we're like ah, no, i know what i'm doing I'm yeah do this. Like, no like use somebody who know, has the resources who knows right. the rationale behind it and stuff like that so it's that catch 22 i'm saying like i say like you see a big dude they're like all right nah, you look like you're in shape xyz but it's still like you just want to know how to get big you don't right. want to know what it took to get there mm-hmm. to a degree. Whereas, like, women are a little bit more inclined to be like, okay, I want to get small. I want to lose weight, but what does it take to get there? Blah, blah, blah. So it's 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 definitely different dealing with um men versus women. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's so hilarious, bro. That's one of the funniest ones. But, man. Uh, okay, I, hate leg days. I hate leg days, too. That Well, at this point, 
within the past like two years, I probably say I like them a little bit more. But that has to do with my past knee injury. Yeah, like, I cannot push my legs as hard as my upper body because mm. I had injuries. So I had to slow walk it. Whereas my upper body go full fledged. Right, Leg, legs slow walk it. Hated it. Now it's like, oh yeah, let's do leg day. Cool, love it. Yeah, but it's the thing. <laughs> but it's all it's always funny. It's always funny. Uh, so man, how can people get in contact with you if they want to schedule a session? They want to get a consultation. They're interested in your services. Like, how can people really tap in with you? So you can go on my Instagram, um, More Gains LLC, um, at More Gains LLC. Um, DM me, but you can also go to my website, um, www.moregainsllc.com. Um, you have my my pricing, have all the different services that I offer. Oh, we got to talk about your products too. Pardon me, beloved. You got you know wellness products, man. You got to we 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 you got to you got to talk about that. Man. You got to plug that in. Yeah, so um like I said, I look at, at all encompassing um type of aspects. So, offer the services, most of the services from one-on-one trainings. Um, again, like I said, more so individualized. Mm-hmm. Uh, for small group trainings, I do offer that. You won't see that on my website. Um, you have contacted me more so for that. And the maximum amount of people I do is three people at a time um, based off um, my schedule. Um, but 30-day challenges um, offer online training services. Um, also have a C- CBD line. Um, again, as I said, I've had so many different injuries, um, and there are so many benefits when it comes to CBD, um, with helping the body recover, um, helping stage of stage off injuries, inflammation, things of that nature. So just out of my own needs, I developed a CBD shea butter line. Um, and so I offered that, um, I also have two ebooks that are getting ready to drop. One food related, um, another one general misconceptions when it comes to training. So it's more so of uh, like let me rethink or let me think about what I'm currently doing and let me alter that or how you can potentially alter that. Things that pretty much the major things that I've heard clients say over time, mm-hmm. I put that into a book. The misconceptions okay. the, when it comes to eating, when it comes to working out. So I put those into a book. I put the misconceptions, and I put the rationale behind those. So mm-hmm. those are getting ready to drop um, at the end of beginning January 1st. January 1st. Okay. Drop Very short short reads. Um, but again, it just helps you put things into perspective. Um, so I got that. I've also just um, became a member of... Um, slash uh, board member of this new um, cannabis line, uh, cannabis company. So again, um, nice, nice. Uh, this, so many health, so many health benefits when it comes to cannabinoids, cannabis, um, and we need to make sure that we're pushing all the benefits. Of course, everybody knows the getting high and all that stuff, but so many different benefits. Um, and us as African Americans, we are pushed to the side, especially now that it's becoming legalized, um, things of that nature. Like, mm-hmm. We're getting left behind, and we are the ones who were incarcerated because of this. So where I'm trying to push the healthy aspect of it and just to push the development of a community um, 
So the company is called The Potluck DC. Um, you can find them at The Potluck DC on IG or ThePotluckDC.com. So again, community, we're going to do health and wellness in regards to CBD, THC, things of that nature. Um, we're working on getting a dispensary as well um, for that. So that's another thing coming down the pipeline nice, on nice. Uh, my part as well as a few other people. But yeah, um, like I said, more gains, uh, more gains LLC. Take contact me. I have no problem answering any questions. Um, like that, this is this is a passion for me. It's more, not just let's make money. Let's just train to lose weight. No, I want people to be all across the board happy, healthy, um, and flourishing. Dope, dope, man. You, you're a busy man. You got your hands in everything, bro. So, <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I appreciate this conversation, bro. Definitely appreciate you having this like avenue, this venue for um, everything that you're doing. Like I see you out here, you're doing great things for the community. Like legit, like, <laughs> like just the fact that you're bringing together, the fact that you're um, continue to push this information to our community of the whole area. Um, like it's it's commendable. Like hands down, hats hats off to you, my guy. Thank you, I appreciate that, bro. This is the Do Something Good Today podcast brought to you by Everybody's Juice, and we out. Yes, sir.